Hey, hey, we're back. Paige Browning here from the KUOW newsroom in Seattle, where it's clouds all week after that nice first weekend sun. Here are today's top stories. It's Monday, February 5th. Seattle has landed on the world soccer map. FIFA has announced that six World Cup matches will be played here in 2026, one of them featuring the U.S. men's national team. Here's Vaughn Jones with more. Seattle will host four matches during group play in June 2026. The U.S. men's team plays at Lumen Field on June 19th. Lumen Field will also host two games of tournament play in early July. U.S. men's national team coach Greg Berhalter says he's excited to play in front of Seattle's fans. Thinking about Seattle with its rich fan culture, loud atmosphere in the stadium, um, I can I can already picture our, our bus driving to the stadium, weaving through the city and having the march to the match. If you can't get enough World Cup soccer, there are more matches all over North America, including up north in Vancouver and down south in L.A. and San Francisco. Vaughn Jones, KUOW News. Catholic churchgoers got the hard news they've been bracing for on Sunday. The Archdiocese of Seattle announced it's going to end church services at about half of the parishes in western Washington. It will consolidate 136 parishes into about 60 parish families, meaning they'll share a priest and location. The changes start July 1st. The Archdiocese announced last year it was considering this plan because of a shortage of priests and declining attendance. For example, in Seattle, the St. James Cathedral will combine with Immaculate Conception and Christ Our Hope churches. It's a hard start to the week today for dozens of homeless people in Burien. They are packing up their belongings with nowhere to go. Casey Martin has our story. Los Paz has lived at a tent at Sunnydale Village since December. It's an encampment in the parking lot of Oasis Home Church. Monday, the lease with the church is up, and Paz and the others have to leave. He was hoping the sunny weather from the weekend would stick around. I was, uh, I was excited. I think I was thinking, you know, when we move, it's going to be nice and sunny. I'll be able to get everything out without getting it soaked. And, uh, of course, this morning it started to rain. Sydney Moore is one of the organizers who tried for months to find a new spot for the camp. We have, at this point, 65 residents, five dogs, and one cat that live here. We do not have a new location and most of these people have nowhere to go. Last year, Burien banned camping in parks, so this was one of the few places for people in tents to live. In Burien, I'm Casey Martin, KUOW News. To politics, former Republican Congressman Dave Reichert is running for governor in the deep blue state of Washington. But first, he needs to win over members of his own party. David Hyde has more. On Saturday, Republicans met in Kirkland to pick delegates for the state convention in Spokane, where, for the first time, they'll be endorsing candidates. That could unleash a flood of campaign cash, and Dave Reichert wants their votes. So what I'm trying to do is not only bring the state together, but to bring the Republican Party together first. 
Not easy in a blue state where Trump lost to Biden by 20 percentage points and where some Republicans back Semi Bird, a former Richland school board member running to Dave Reichert's right. For his part, Reichert tells KUOW his own politics are in the middle. I think people are hungry for somebody who's not going off the deep end one way or another, but just looking for the facts. Delegates will get their say at the Republican State Convention in April. David Hyde, KUOW News. Boeing says it's discovered a new problem in some of its 737 MAX planes, improperly drilled holes. The issue is found in fuselages of planes that are being built. It's thanks to a worker that this was brought to light. Boeing officials say an employee at one of its suppliers alerted managers about the holes. The problem may delay deliveries of about 50 planes. And meanwhile, the FAA administrator is scheduled to testify before Congress tomorrow about quality control on Boeing's production lines. We've got questions. After learning last week that Linwood is paying a big environmental fine because its sewage incinerator is broken. Sewage? Environment reporter John Ryan says actually, yes, four cities in western Washington burn their sewage sludge. It can be less expensive than trying to turn the waste into something useful. Here's John. Most of the sludge that comes out of wastewater treatment plants in Washington is turned into fertilizer. The stuff known as biosolids is spread onto farm and forest land. But the cities of Anacortes, Bellingham, Linwood, and Vancouver all incinerate their sewage sludge. That's according to the Environmental Protection Agency. The city of Linwood plans to shut its incinerator down this spring after paying a half-million-dollar air pollution fine. Bellingham officials tried to get rid of their polluting incinerator, but they abandoned that effort two years ago due to its ballooning cost. The cities of Anacortes and Vancouver also plan to keep burning their sewage. John Ryan, KUOW News. All right, basketball fans, the Seattle Storms roster is heating up with still three months to go before the WNBA season. Today, the Storm signed Neka Ogumake, who has too long a list of accomplishments for this show, but she was the top pick in the 2012 draft, then Rookie of the Year, then League MVP, and is president of the Players Association. This is a huge get for the Storm, especially after signing another major player last month, Skylar Diggins-Smith. They'll make a formidable Storm with guard Jewel Lloyd. And we've got a local business to mention because Izell's famous chicken is turning 40 years old. It all started in 84 across the street from Garfield High School, where they're still serving up chicken and mashed potatoes. To celebrate, they are raising money from each sale for youth programs focused on education and economics. It was a great night at the Grammys for some notable Washington State musicians, among them Brandy Clark. Oh, insecurity. Clark won her first Grammy ever last night after being nominated 17 times in the past decade. She and Brandi Carlisle won Best Americana Performance for their song, Dear Insecurity. Clark is from the southwest Washington town of Morton, and Carlisle is from Ravensdale. Congrats to the Brandies. And to the vocal quartet, Sage. 
winning their first Grammy last night for Best Arrangement, Instrument, and Vocals with their song In the Wee Small Hours of the Morning. The quartet features three members with Seattle roots, including Roosevelt High School graduate Sarah Gazarek. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst, and I'm Paige Browning. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. See ya! Thinking of the past